Welcome, my brothers and sisters, to Breaking Open the Word, the Sunday edition of the God Minute. I'm Father Michael. Beloved of God, today we celebrate the 21st Sunday in Ordinary Time. And the gospel that was chosen for us today by the church is taken from the 13th chapter of Luke's gospel, verses 22 to 30. I want you to know that it's just as challenging as the gospel that was given to Father Ron last week, so we all get our just reward. <laughs> Let's take a minute to place ourselves in the presence of the Lord that we might listen to his word. Jesus passed through towns and villages, teaching as he went and making his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, Will only a few people be saved? He answered them, Strive to enter through the narrow gate. For many, I tell you, will attempt to enter, but will not be strong enough. After the master of the house has risen and locked the door, you will stand outside knocking and saying, Lord, open the door for us. And he will say to you in reply, I do not know where you come from. And we will say, we ate and drank in your company and you taught in our streets. Then he will say to you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all you evildoers. There will be wailing and grinding of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom and you yourself cast out. And people will come from the east and the west and from the north and the south and will recline a table in the kingdom of God. For behold, some are last who will be first and some are first who will be last. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. On the outskirts of town, there was a huge nut tree by the cemetery fence. So one day, two boys filled up a huge bucket of nuts and sat down by the tree out of sight and began to divide up the nuts between the two of them. One for you, one for me, one for you, one for me, said one boy. The bucket was so full that several nuts rolled out towards the fence. Well, riding his bike down the road by the cemetery was a third boy. As he passed, he thought he heard voices from inside the cemetery. So he slowed down to hear what was going on and investigate. And what he heard was, one for you, one for me, one for you, one for me. He knew what, what, what it was. He knew what was going on. Oh my goodness, he shuddered. It's Satan and St. Peter dividing the souls at the cemetery. So he sped off down the road as fast as he could go, and he found an old man with a cane hobbling along. Come quick, he said. You won't believe what I've just heard. I was at the cemetery, and Satan and St. Peter are there dividing up the souls. The old man says, go away, boy. You must be crazy. Can't you see that I'm finding it difficult to just walk with this cane? Well, after several pleas, the man finally hobbled to the cemetery with the boy. Standing by the fence, 
he heard one for you, one for me, one for you, one for me. <gasps> the old man whispered, boy, you've been telling the truth. Let's see if we can get a glimpse of the devil himself. Shivering with fear, they approached the wrought iron gates and peered through the bars of the fence, trying to get a glimpse of Satan. Again, all they could hear was, one for you, one for me, one for you, one for me, and one last one for you. Well, that's all. Now, let's go get those nuts by the fence and we'll be done. You know, they said the old man made it back to town five minutes before the boy. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, who will be saved? It's a great question, isn't it? One that may, from time to time, cross our minds. In fact, we may personalize the question a little more and ask, will I be saved? You know, in Jesus' day the Hebrew people felt they were privileged. And as the chosen people, they would easily get into heaven. Others who got to know and hang around Jesus felt that they had the inside track as Jesus was one of them. But Jesus was indicating something more than that. His way was open to all people of goodwill from the north, the south, the east, and the west. Today, when asked who will get into heaven, some may respond, all those who have accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior are saved. But the response Jesus gives in the gospel today is not quite that simple, is it? Salvation may begin with our belief in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. But our responsibility is to live our lives in such a way that our belief, our love, our faith, and our hope rests in Jesus. And him alone do we honor, glorify, and imitate. You know, often as Catholics, we are easily led astray by misinformation and seemingly prejudiced views towards us by other people some of whom are other Christians. Because others may aggressively approach us as if they know the truth and we don't, we then back away from standing up for our faith. In part, this is due to a lack of knowledge about our Catholic faith. I don't know, someone decided a long time ago that if we were baptized, and we received the major sacraments of the church, you know, Eucharist, confirmation, uh, uh, reconciliation, and we had a little information through the catechism classes that we'd have enough information to be good Catholics. But I think we could all agree that there is a lot more about our faith that we need to learn. And thank God for trusted internet sites like, well, the God Minute. We have to explore our faith on a deeper level. We have to pray and celebrate the sacraments of the church and the grace that they provide to us to build up our relationship with the Lord. We have to get involved in 
actively living our faith. It's not just enough to wait till it comes to us. Jesus affirms that God wants all persons to enjoy eternal life, but he stresses our need for constant fidelity and vigilance throughout our lives. Jesus reminds us that even though God wants all of us to be saved, we all need to work at it. Entry into God's kingdom is not automatically granted, based purely on our religious affiliation or our nationality or some other crazy thing. Therefore, we cannot pursue the kingdom and presume God's mercy for us and do nothing by way of response to God's invitation. What Jesus is saying is that salvation is not guaranteed for anyone, but it's offered to everyone. If you've ever been to an event like a baseball game or a concert, it always looks like a big wide open entrance until you get to the point of entry. Then it's a narrow turnstile you have to walk through in order to get in. In truth, there are going to be many narrow gates that we encounter throughout our lives. But with the Lord at our side, nothing is impossible. Knowing Jesus and having a good relationship with him is at the very heart of our faith. Beloved of God, let's do everything we can to build up our faith. And let's do everything we can to help our neighbors do the same. In fact, I think that's part of the effort anyway. And it could be as easy as sharing with them the, the God Minute app for their own growth and reflection. When the time comes for the souls to be gathered into the kingdom, I want to make sure we're all there together as one faithful family, all for one, and one for all. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you now and forever. God bless you, brothers and sisters. Do take good care of yourself and one another, and we'll see you tomorrow.